Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Javon, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, exciting times, man. Yeah, you've been busy for weeks now. Uh, Shazam recently uh, premiered. Uh, I watched it over the weekend. I loved it. Everything. Uh, what's been going through your uh, life the last two weeks with the premiere and everything? I mean, yeah, it's it's been super hectic, but I mean, I'm, I'm just very grateful to be a part of this. Um, you know, with the fans sending me DMs, tweets, whatever, Instagram replies, it's 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 a lot of love. And I do appreciate that very much. Like it helps, you know, <clears throat> as actors, we, we are our hardest critics. So it helps to see these people that uh, enjoyed the film, loved it, and are sharing, you know, vulnerable stories from them from their own perspectives and stuff and how the film affected them, especially kids that, um, you know, were in the foster care system or um, are, you know, kind of going through similar things. They're, they're sharing their experience and their um, takeaway from the movie and stuff. And it's all very positive from them. So, you know, that's to me is a win. And I, I loved it. Like I said, uh, we're going to jump more into it in mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, but I want to, you know, I was doing research on you. I want to know a little bit more about you, my friend. Uh, acting world, what made you get into it? What pushed you? Uh, I, I was a huge fan of, you know, Disney shows and stuff. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. So that. Uh, just vibe and everything they would do, you know, from, you know, messing with the the bellboys and stuff like that. Like it was just, it was something that I wanted to to be a part of because it just seemed so fun. Um, <clears throat> I kept bugging my mom. I was like, Mom, Mom, get me in this show, get me in that. And uh, you know, she had a theater background, so she had some connections already established, but her dreams weren't necessarily supported by her parents, so she wasn't too. Um, sure how to be a support system when she never had that yeah. uh, you know thankfully now she has a better relationship with her father and stuff my grandpa and um, you know he's a sweet guy now but that wasn't always the case you know um, but <clears throat> I would say from the start of my career to now it's been nothing but like just grind mode you know I, I had to work my way up I had to do background work extra work um, you know, just stuff to kind of get the experience, get the resume, build everything. You know, there's a reason why I have 50 plus credits. You know, I, I dedicated my life to the film industry right. and to everything. And that's something that, you know, I'm very proud of. And I strive to get higher and higher in, in the credit score and stuff or whatever. <laughs> well, uh, what was your mom's reaction <clears throat> when you told her that you wanted to go for this and go you know like still, um, super go well, for it like you said she was like uh she was hesitant just simply because uh she didn't have that support system but um she decided to put me into modeling and see what you know how i would react to that and if i could take that serious and if i can accomplish something in that then she would see that i have the passion and uh, dedication to really do it and i i went ahead and, and did a couple um pageants or whatever and I won second place, third place, and then eventually I won first place. And then at, at like right after, I believe, three pageants, um, she tells me that I went up to her because she was kind of nervous for me because this was like a, a higher division, whatever. And yeah. she was like, 
are you ready? Are you ready? Do you need me to 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 change your outfit to this other one, or do you like what you're wearing? And uh, I was, I guess I told her like, Mom, I got this. I'm a superstar, and I just walked <laughs> on stage. And uh, you know, I was a kid. I was just I had so much energy, and I just I knew I wanted this. And hmm. and uh, I I, th I believe I went up there. I like tilted my glasses down to the judges, gave them a wink, and then just like went like this. And that's. <laughs> That's basically what told my mom that, yeah, he's got what it takes. And and, um, you know, it's it's more than just like a a wishful thinking situation. It's something that he's actually down to uh, pursue. So yeah. you've done you've done TV, you've done film, you're part of the DC <laughs> universe. What's on your bucket list? Do you have any other goals that you want to try to hit? Uh, yeah, I'd love to dive into, uh, you know, voiceover work and stuff like that yeah. and, and you know maybe do like some kind of animated series or something that'd be pretty dope um or even just horror films i've been saying that for a while <laughs> like uh I've, I've been wanting to do a horror film just because i've never had that experience and i feel like i i want to be diverse i want to have all these different um you know challenges or, or types of movies and shows so that'd be pretty cool um or even just like a thriller type of show that i could be attached to or something other than Shazam, what's been like your favorite project you've worked on to this day? Because uh, I know, because I know you probably, because I know you probably say Shazam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, dang it, I can't say Shazam. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it'd probably be the middle, just okay. simply because you know they were so friendly and and they didn't have to be that way. They were already an established show, established of family and 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 castmates and stuff. And you know, from the first table read on, I already knew just on that day that you know, Atticus and the rest of the gang who were just super friendly and welcoming, you know, that that's could be intimidating to come on as a guest star on a show that's already been established and you're yeah. like uh, at the seventh season, you know? So, um, yeah, I would say them just simply because they treated me with, you know, the utmost love and, and, you know, I cherish those moments a lot to this day. Yeah. So. so we have a, let's jump right into the, actually, before we even do that, I saw that you, did you just come out with a single? Yeah, yeah. That's what about that. How did you uh like even like get into music? Uh so when I was about 16, a friend of mine, shout out Fatel, uh, he asked me to be his younger version in a music video. And and I said yes just because you know I've never done a music video at that time. I was super down, so I did it. Um, and the producer that uh made his song was like, Yo, are you an artist? You you seem really natural in the booth. And I was like, um, Nope. <laughs> uh, so he kind of took on the role of artist development and kind of helped me, excuse me, develop my lyrics and my confidence in my voice and stuff. And, and you know, it, it started off with me just drafting like really corny lines, just like, yo, my name is Javon. My last name, Cornejo. It's like a bunny, just like weird things. Um, and, and that was like how I started. Um, and, you know, that's, that kind of stuff doesn't really get talked about. You have to really, unless you're like Jay-Z or, or uh, Eminem mm -hmm. or something, you can't just walk in that booth and already have a song in your head and just lay it down. Um, you have to practice. You have to work on your writing skills and, and, you know, find your confidence, find your style and just build. And that's kind of what it was. It took about probably like, I'd say two years before I really felt like this is my sound. I'm confident in it and I love what I'm doing right now. You know, I knew it was a grind at first, so I, I I stuck it out, and I'm happy I did because at this moment, like most of my songs right now that I've recorded since 
you know, probably I would say probably like 2018. Uh, I've I've loved every single project and and yeah, it's just it's a beautiful thing and I love to express myself because you know I, as actors we can get lost in our characters, but um, I feel like with music that's a way to uh, vent or express my my own emotions and stuff. Where can the listeners and the viewers find the your latest single that you just dropped? Uh, yeah, it's on all platforms. Whatever you listen to, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music, Deezer. I believe there's some other ones I'm missing, but uh, yeah, they're they're available everywhere wherever you listen to, and uh, yeah, look it up, Javon Armand, yeah. heavy feature in the game. Oh, how excited were you when this dropped? Oh man, I was so hyped. Uh, I probably <clears throat> I probably stayed up till like 3 a.m. that night. I was like, uh, I need to like promo promo. I need to send this to everybody. I'm like, my friends are like, why were you texting me at 2 a.m. of like your song? You could have texted me this in the morning. I'm like. I didn't sleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So we have a uh, Shazam that released uh, about a week ago. Uh, we've had two movies now. You've been part of both uh, both films. Uh, first of all, like, how does it feel to be part of this DC universe that's been created? And did you it's, ever it's, think anything like this would ever happen for you? Uh, you know, I I went from playing the characters, oops, from playing the characters on uh, video games to you know being in the world of these characters so that's that's surreal and that's freaking crazy i mean to this day i always uh you know pinch myself and and double check like who is the first portrayal of pedro peña in the dc history and it mm. says my name there. i'm like okay cool that's freaky <laughs> like that's just so dope like um and i just i'm just so happy and honored to be a part of this franchise and you know whatever part i can be and and yeah it's just a beautiful thing Right. We've had a a different variety, I can't even talk, different parts of like DC films. Yeah. What makes Shazam stick out the most? I would say just the just to like kind of lay it out would probably be the fact that the, the subject is something that's not necessarily talked about that many or not that much in uh, movies and stuff, just simply because, I mean, I even looked it up the other day. How many movies are there uh, based off of foster care systems or like things like that? There hasn't been a movie like that since 2019. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and, and even before that, like they're very spaced out. It's like maybe one every four years or every six years, you know? Um, so just to touch on these topics, the diversity of the cast, um, you know, the, the mature topics that are at hand that, you know, we are dealing with today and in, in our day to day. Um, <clears throat> I think that's, that's the beauty of it. And also, of course, the action, the, the fun of, of the film and, and just, you know, the storyline, it's, it's a very intriguing storyline. And if you follow the first film to this one, I think you'll understand a little more what the post credit scene could, could potentially be. Because, I mean, there's so much potential there. It could either go, you know, the Suicide Squad route. It could even go uh, Monster Society of Evil route. There, there's so many different things that uh, they could tap into. But it's just a matter of, you know, if the fans want to see it, if they love this film and they share it. And and yeah. Um, when you first auditioned for this, did you know you were going for a DC film? Or was it like uh, different words describing the movie and the character? It's uh, it's similar to Marvel's like uh, casting thing you know they yeah. kind of have everything they give different names and try to be very vague but those people that that know you know you can kind of tell so i thought it was either gonna be like um 
I don't know, I thought maybe like a dark side thing or or a Shazam or a Black Adam. I wasn't sure, yeah. but because uh, all all that I saw in the script or the sides that was the takeaway was they said that um like a crack, like a, a crack of lightning strikes up up into my face and it just like pauses right there and just sits there and you're kind of like and you're kind of moving to the side and and then um somebody comes from off screen comes in deflects the the guy's uh lightning bolt and punches him and get, starts fighting him and then and then i have to say uh my line which was take his ass john and it was like some generic name it wasn't even yeah. really so um <clears throat> so so yeah that that was the casting process and then from there um that was a lot of fun in rich delia's office and then and then i believe like a week and a half later they called me in for a callback and and with that uh callback there was david f sandberg in the room and he, he was very uh professional and and just so serious that i like I, I made it my mission to try to make him laugh in some way mm. um even if it's just like a light chuckle <laughs> And, you, you uh, had to make it, you had to make him laugh. I mean, the movie is funny at the same time too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so um, you know, he had me do the scene, and then he kind of said, "Well, uh, to be fair, Javon, there's not many lines in this particular uh, script for your character, but how about we do this? Well, how about we do um, an interview, and you portray the character, and I'll just ask you some questions about your day to day life, and you know, that's that's what we did. He um, give me a second to kind of <clears throat> gather my uh, vibe or whatever. So then I just kind of played it as like I was sitting on the couch watching TV, and then I started to play video games with some, uh, with some just like uh, console or whatever. Um, at that at that point, I I just used a controller just because, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a console guy. I'm not a PC guy, <laughs> but uh. From there, I believe he asked me, um, like, who are you? What's your name? I said the the character's name. And then I said, um, I like to play video games because he asked me, uh, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? What what keeps you entertained? And I was like, um, well, I like video games, watching TV. And um, and yeah, and just being by myself. <laughs> That's what I told him. And and then he kind of uh, wanted to ask more uh, questions about the video games because he was like, mm. um, what kind of games do you like to play? What what are you what are you into? And I was like, uh, GTA, Call of Duty. Um, he's like, oh, Call of Duty. Tell me more about that. He's like, well, and then I was like, uh, well, there's there's this uh, guy named Captain Price. There's a guy named Soap. There's a guy named Ghost. And um, yeah, they're just super cool. And then he, he asked me, uh, what's the story behind uh, soap? Why is his name soap? And I was, I was baffled at that question because I've I didn't think I'd have to explain this, and I didn't <laughs> even know soap's origin. Um, so then I was I was just you know improvising. I, I said, well, I think it's because when he kills people, he likes to keep it clean, and that was it. And he just like gave a light chuckle, just like, all right, thank you, and that was it. And I was like. That's all I needed. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm out of here. And I just <laughs> left. And then yeah, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment. And then flash forward, here we are. Awesome. Um two films later, hopefully a third. <laughs> I, I want to see a third, I'll tell you that. Um 
Pedro, what did what did you what was the biggest challenge playing this character? And like you know, like in uh, how do you describe him? How do you like get into this? Uh, well, I mean, there wasn't too much to work with online, you know, other than the New Fifty Two. So I I analyzed yeah. that uh, comic from front to end, and I uh, I also worked with uh, Mamba Rosa a little bit. She kind of helped me um, think of some things. She was she was. Uh, she was questioning me on on uh in our in the apartment when we were in Toronto and she was like honey what 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 is the backstory of your character what what is he uh where does he come from where where were his parents or what's the story you got to think of these things i was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> so then i started to build these things and i started to piece everything together um and i also took some kind of inspiration from the uh what's it called uh, intensive that I did with Kimberly Jensen, who's a great teacher. Uh, she she talks about you know not necessarily only building the backstory, but also building the 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 timeline of like what's happening, what happened before you're seeing, what happens after you're seeing, and how does that all affect the way you take uh, this character or whatever. Um, so yeah, I just I imagined that my character never got to meet his parents. Um, maybe they died tragically somewhere in Mexico. Uh, because he is a Mexican Mexican kid, <clears throat> uh, and you know he was sent here to kind of like a hail mary, you know, similar mm -hmm. to like a Clark Kent story, where like maybe his family was in some deep stuff and 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 was not necessarily the best uh, family for him, so they just kind of hail married him over to the states and something, and over to Philly, and and he kind of. Um, had to kind of fend for himself because his parents were in deep shit in Mexico. So that's how, that's the way I took it. And I was like, okay, um, you know, maybe, maybe his, his father was a cartel member that passed away and his mother got, uh, you know, something as well. And so, I mean, that, that's just stuff that I thought of just to kind of give me something to work with and, and the, the baggage on my, on my back and stuff. So, um, you know, those things kind of weigh over you like a dark cloud as the character. So I kind of uh, incorporated that in the first one. But granted, obviously, towards the end, you see that we get powers and, and Pedro kind of has this newfound confidence in the, in the second movie. Um, and that's a beautiful thing to explore as well, because, you know, he, he's a kid. He's growing up. He's maturing. He's experiencing life. He finally feels like he's surrounded by a family that loves him and understands him. And that's super important. You know, a lot of a lot of people um, don't necessarily have the support system that, uh, you know, they need. So I would say, um, yeah, it, it's just a beautiful thing. And and uh, I love Pedro Peña. <laughs> so the, the movie is also like, you know, it's got a mix of humor and action. How do you balance those two different uh, elements for your performance? Um, you know, I, I think there's so much action going on and I'm one of the first no spoiler alert. I'm one of the first people to uh, get their powers taken by uh, none other than Lucy Liu. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, I think he kind of goes back into that vulnerable side of him where he's like, Oh, I don't have this, um, you know, safety suit that I, that I had. Now I'm just me again. Now I'm kind of, you know, scared of what could happen there's all these things happening my family is going to protect me yes but like you know we're all still trying to figure this out so it's still mm -hmm. kind of scary so so you know as i'm playing the character as i'm looking at the atmosphere i'm imagining these 
harpies, these these minotaurs and stuff and cyclopses that are that are walking around. And I'm just like, Jesus, like just high anxiety at that point uh, after I get my powers taken. Um, but also just trying to keep it together because I, I want to be confident in in us and stuff like that. So that's kind of, kind of how I was how I was portraying it in the second one. So we have a D, DJ plays the older version. Do you guys, yeah. did you guys like talk to each other to see like how to play like the older and the younger version, try to keep them similar? Any ideas bouncing off each other? Yeah. Uh, ever since the first one, I feel like um, we just kind of had a trust in each other's, um, you know, takes on things. And, and he also gets to see my scenes um, ahead of time. So that kind of helps him as well um, to portray my, my characteristics into his character um and stuff and and i feel like he does it beautifully just based off of you know seeing the movie seven times <laughs> uh i'd say that he he pretty much nailed it he knocked it out the park because it, it's a little bit of a balance of he's still shy he's still that same kid with the insecurities whatever and but but now he has the superhero strength he has his beard he's good looking he's got the muscles everything he's ever wanted but um you know he's got to readapt and also learn how to be confident, learn how to love himself. Mm. But that's something that is uh, kind of a balance in this movie. And I think he did great. Yeah. Well, throughout the movie also, like you said, you, your, your, uh, your character loses his power. So at the same time now, like you're also acting, not, you're not only acting with the younger version of the cast. You're also now acting with the older version of the cast. Yeah. I'll describe that chemistry now working with the bigger cast too, the older cast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say the first day I was super anxious. I was like, oh, this is going to be weird just because I'm, I'm, I got so used to to playing with the or not playing <laughs> uh, to portraying the character and and working alongside, um, you know, the younger versions and stuff. Yeah. And that that was like my home, I guess. That was my safety uh, area. Um, I never really got to work with the adult versions of us just simply because, you know, they were they were the same character. But uh, basically, in the, when they're on set, we're not on set. And when we're on set, they're on set. They're not on set. Um, so <clears throat> anyways, I was very anxious, very nervous. But uh, fortunately, I believe Megan Good was there and she saw that I was kind of uh, having a little bit of a panic attack. So she pulled me outside and and helped me kind of come back to Earth and. And gave me a little bit of uh, you know, advice and and just uh, you know, just told me to breathe. And that was mm. just all I needed, you know. She was being very kind and she hugged me, she said, Breathe, Javon, you got this. Uh, you deserve to be here. There's a reason you're here, and this and that. And it was just a beautiful thing. And um, yeah. Well, what was what was your favorite part of the second film? Uh probably the like Right at the end, the climax, you know, right when Shazam is ready to risk it all. He's ready to sacrifice himself to keep his city safe and his family. And he just goes super saiyan. You know, his eyes get electric, his hands get electric, and he's just like, ah, one last fight, you know. That was just an epic moment, and I love the CG and everything. It just it looked beautiful. So when you finished There's filming the Harry Potter elements too. So it's like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. When you fit when you finished uh filming the first film, how long did it go by before you found out you were doing a second movie? Uh, after the after the premiere, it was like a week after. Oh wow! Um, they told us, yeah, but 
you know, granted it was also pre-COVID, so yeah. people went to theaters a lot more, and uh, it, it was a lot easier to to do movies and stuff versus now. You know, we we got delayed a lot, um, as the people know. So, yeah. so you ever heard anything about a third one yet? <clears throat> uh, no, I I haven't. Um, and either way, I wouldn't be allowed to announce it until the articles come out. So once right. once the once you start seeing articles saying yet yay or nay. Or, um, you know, you hear it from Peter or James themselves, then right. they'd probably be the ones to tell you. But unfortunately, I can't. Uh, I can't say yes right. or no. You know? Yeah. What's <clears throat> been the feedback from like family and friends and even fans that you've uh, interacted with? Um, fans, they, they've all been super friendly. They've all been very appreciative of the film and saying nothing but praises and how they loved uh, the, the transition that my character took from you know, just being a shy person to to being vulnerable and being, um, you know, able to feel safe and loved by his family. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I mean, everybody just loved the film that I've interacted with, uh, as well as my family. You know, I had to explain to them um, the first one a little more because some of them uh, just, you know, they're not in touch with this kind of stuff. They're not in touch with right. this, uh, superhero stuff. So I had to explain it to my Matias and Matios. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> you know, after they watched it, they were like, Good job, Mijo. I loved it. <laughs> so that's that's all I need, you know. I appreciate their their support. So uh now what's next for you now? Any other uh, projects you're allowed to tell us about that you got coming up or um I can't speak on this one project that I'm attached to, but we've been working on it for a couple of years now, I'd say three years. Um and I feel like we're finally in a position where something might happen with it. So just be on the lookout. Um, I'm obviously still auditioning. I'm I'm trying to get uh, roles whenever I can. I actually have an audition that's due tomorrow. So I got to do that <laughs> right after this. But um, yeah, just, you know, the grind never stops. And I'm just, uh, just doing me. <laughs> there you go. Giovanna, how can the listeners of yours find you in the social media to keep up with you? And hopefully we'll hear news soon for a third movie. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram. It's Javon Armand Official, J-O-V-A-N-A-R-M-A-N-D. And then um, official Twitter and TikTok, Clubhouse, whatever other social media apps. It's all Javon Armand. So, yeah. Appreciate Javon, it. This, this is great. I thank you for giving me a few minutes today. I'm glad we were able to do this again. I appreciate you uh, taking the time, brother. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.